With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Week two of the NFL season is here. I want to start off by giving a huge thank you to now my guy, Kirk Cousins. I had no love for you for a very long time, but that plus six and a half backdoor cover against the Eagles on Thursday night was a thing of beauty. I thank you. Also, I have a feeling to be playing for the Jets in a few weeks. More on that later. Coming up on today's show, the NFL homestand crew joins me. Justin Pooney and John McCormick help me recap that Vikings-Eagles Thursday nighter, plus answer some of the biggest questions heading into the weekend. Like, can the Jags give Mahomes and the Chiefs their second L of the season? Could be a must-win for Kansas. Reigning Super Bowl champions that start the season 0-2 have a less than 10% chance to make the playoffs, and even worse, a less than 1% chance to win the Super Bowl. Must win? I think so. Also, what about those Jets? They lose Rodgers. Wilson comes in, doesn't look great, but gets the W against the Bills. Is that a sign of things to come? Or will they have a come-to-Jesus meeting against the Cowboys and the scariest defense in the league? We'll chat about all of that and more. Oh, and we have picks to dish out at the end of the show, so you'll want to stick around for that. All right, let's get to it. I'm Albert Vartanian, and this is Homestand Sports. All right, boys, week two, Thursday nighter went down. Justin Pooney. Yes. Sean McCormick. It's already going too fast, man. It is going too fast. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Week one was just a week ago, guys. It feels like just yesterday we were talking about Chiefs and Lions. I know. By the way, great game. It was. Chiefs go down 0-1. But before we get into the games, I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room. If you're watching on YouTube for our podcast listeners. Sean McCormick's wearing a Blue Jays jersey. He's wearing a Toronto Blue Jays jersey. Nothing wrong with that. And for those that don't know, we were actually, we're located in Toronto. Yeah. The Jays are in the thick of a wild card race right now. Just lost four straight to the Texas Rangers. Use the term thick loosely. Yeah, I know. But they're a game and a half back. You got to support your squad. It's the perception though, Sean. It's the perception of this week. It was a horrible week. And watch. Next week, the Jays going to go 4-0, and everybody's in the bandwagon. It's going to be full again. <laughs> That's usually how it goes, Did actually. you guys see like how empty Rogers Center was this week? Well, I mean, when you watch when you watch Vladdy and Bo strike out with runners on the base, listen, this is not a baseball mm-hmm. show. That's not, maybe maybe we should just not get into it. Yeah, maybe not. We would spend too long on it. We would. Okay. So You got something to say, I Justin? wanted to say it's still times into the NFL as well. Maybe, you know, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is telling all the fans in Detroit to wear blue ski masks to the game on Sunday <laughs> against Seattle. Maybe... I should the wear Jays, a ski mask. Maybe the maybe Chase fans should wear <laughs> yeah. ski masks or something to you know get the get the juices flowing. I don't know about that whole ski mask thing. We could talk about that later. <laughs> Let's start with uh, one of the biggest games this weekend: the Chiefs laying three and a half on the road against the Jaguars. AFC Divisional Playoff Rematch. This is a 1 p.m. game on Sunday. Uh, so many questions here. I just want to mention. Looks like Travis Kelsey. Should be good to go. He practiced on Wednesday. Matt Nagy, uh, the Chiefs OC, said he looked good. Chris Jones. Who also, uh, you know, ended his holdout is expected to play. He was limited at practice, but he said this. He goes, "I'll find out if I'm on if I'm in football shape." So we don't know what we're gonna get from Chris Jones, but Kelsey back in the lineup is huge for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Justin, because without him, they look lost. And you know, Mahomes has only a few guys to go to really. Kadarius Tony being one of those guys who dropped the ball three times. Well, how about Kadarius Tony talking smack on uh, Twitter or Instagram after oh, the Giants my God. got bro? You're the reason your team lost. You have no reason to talk. I get it. The Giants give up and you trade you, but just don't talk, right? You, we saw it last week. The Chiefs' offensive weapons without Patrick Mahomes, oh, sorry, without Travis Kelsey, falls off a cliff, right? Sky, Moore, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, mm. Kadarius, Tony. Um, I want to see Justin Ross, the guy from Clemson, who had a pretty good training camp, made the team, of course, battle injuries, see what he can do. Um, but we saw the Chiefs and their lack of and Patrick Mahomes' lack of trust with his offensive weapons. Uh, to get Travis Kelsey back at whatever capacity he's going to be at, we'll see what the swelling in the knee is like and how mobile he is. Uh, that's going to be a big, a big, big, big plus for the Kansas City Chiefs because of just the trust factor Mahomes has with a number 87. I'm not worried, man. I mean, look at their Super Bowl squad last year. 
it was basically the same guys. I mean, you got a couple of rookies on the team, but it was Valdez Scantling. I mean, you had Juju Smith Schuster who who showed out a little bit, but now he can barely make the the, the team anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's not in Kansas City, so it, this this offense runs through Mahomes and Kelsey, and if Kelsey's on the field. The Chiefs will be just fine. Well, that's my point, right? If he's not on the field, there's a big issue. I, like, yeah, I think he'll be. No receiver field. had more than 50 yards receiving well, exactly. against the Lions. That's a big problem. Yeah, and when Kelsey's out there, he takes so much attention. The defense puts so much effort and attention on him. It opens up everybody else. But then, when you know, defense can have you know have a safeties over the top and play proper coverage over to like all centered towards the middle towards Kelsey, that. Puts pressure on those wide receivers. They just mm-hmm. can't get the, the separation. The Jags let Anthony Richard throw, Richardson throw for like 235 yards or something. Hey, he looked good. He looked fine. And again, he he, I think he's got a decent future. But like, if you look at his preseason, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I mean, again, people can change and, and it can be different. But I'm expecting Mahomes to go off here over 300 yards for sure. This like, will be a shootout. But let listen, Casey's defense isn't that great either. Since the start of last year, no team has allowed more TD passes than the Chiefs, and now yeah. they they get Trevor Lawrence. And for Jacksonville, Justin, I feel like this line, three and a half, mm-hmm. for the Chiefs on the road, I know the Chiefs are the reigning Super Bowl champions. A little bit of disrespect toward the Jags, no? It's the Chiefs, though, right? And I think with Mahomes, it's kind of like, you know, LeBron, you know, in his prime or whatever. Like, you just can't bet against him. Yeah, right? how often do you see that line so small? It's usually seven and a half, eight yeah, and a like half, Chiefs, nine and a half. What was it last week? It started about five and a half, six yeah. and a half. And then the Kelsey injury brought it back down. But look, the Jags are a really good team. Doug Peterson's a Super Bowl winning coach. I think Trevor Lawrence, right behind Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, is, you know, a top five quarterback, probably the third best quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, all right, spicy, but all right. You see what we <laughs> saw from Josh Allen on Monday night? No, Justin Herbert, Tua. Justin Herbert, Tua. Hey, I, I'm a big Tua defender. But look, uh, I was really impressed with what I saw from Calvin Ridley last week as well. Um, that defense uh, on Jacksonville is a bit suspect, it right? It is, yeah. Uh, but this is a measuring stick game for the Jags. And this is what's going to happen with the Chiefs every time they play. Everybody's going to give you their best shot because you are the Kansas City Chiefs. You are the two-time you know, two-time Super Bowl champions. You are the reigning defending Super Bowl champions. You have Patrick Mahomes. You have Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey. Everybody loves you. So you're going to get every team's best shot. Um, and this is a big game for Jacksonville. Uh, but it's also a massive game for the Chiefs as well. Because like you mentioned, if they go down 0-2, what, it's 11% chance you have to make the playoffs if you go down 0-2? Yeah, the Bengals did it last year, though. I mean, so I'm not I'm not worried. Again, these elite teams are, are built different, mm-hmm. I think. And again, this AFC uh, conference is tough. But uh, I have faith in Mahomes and Kelsey and that whole Andy Reid, that whole team. I, I think if they go down 0-2, I think they'll still be just fine. Well, history suggests that the Chiefs had win this mm-hmm. thing. They won their last seven straight against Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Also, Doug Peterson, 0-3. Against Andy Reid. His former disciple. His former <laughs> disciple. Yeah, I like that. Former yeah, disciple. You like that? Um, what do we think about uh, Travis Etienne? I mean, we saw the Lions. Mm-hmm. They were able to run on the Chiefs. I mean, Etienne's good. Well, you went 77 yards on 18 carries yeah. last week. Can he be a potential X factor in a game where we think it might be a shootout? Absolutely. He's also a dual threat. He can also catch out of the backfield as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, to me, the biggest thing, though, is on the outside. Can Calvin Ridley expose, like you mentioned, a Chiefs secondary that's young, um, that play, played well at times, but you know has the ability to give up the big play? Uh, we saw Amon Ross St. Brown have a really good first half last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Calvin Ridley is that guy. He has all the intangibles to be a top 10 wide receiver in football. Um, and with him and Trevor Lawrence, like that combo to me can be very deadly. And I can see Calvin Ridley having a very, very big game Ooh. against the Kansas City Chiefs. I like Ridley. 101, 11 targets and a TD last yeah. week, Sean. Yeah, no, I think I think this game, like you said, Albert, has all the makings to be a shootout. I think mm-hmm. pretty much everybody on offense can be successful. I even expect, you know, Kadarius Tony to get his. I expect uh, for the Chiefs. Um yeah, I think everybody on, on the offenses will have success. I think a lot of points will be scored in this game. Don't sleep on the fact that this game's in Jacksonville in early in mm. early September because of the humidity, right? You know, those big guys in the, in the trench are going to be losing <laughs> a whole lot of weight. These guys are going to be running around. It's going to be hot, humid. That could play a factor for a team like the Chiefs who, you know, are a cold city team, right? And, you know, playing in that humidity does, you know, affect, you know, players. Good. Also, why is this a Sunday 1 p.m. game? This should be a Sunday nighter or a Monday hey, nighter. Don't throw shade on the Dolphins. No, no, I'm just saying, right? This is a big game. Because Let's be honest. I mean, like, there's two of the best it. quarterbacks in the game. They're saving it for later on. Those I guess. Later on in the season, I mean, right? Yeah, okay. 
I'll you go gotta with give you. The, the, some teams some love. Yeah, and you gotta give to like the West Coast teams, right? Usually they a lot of them them get the four twenty five starts, right? So mm-hmm. it makes sense that it's a one p.m. game. But yeah, it could it could have been could have been a Sunday nighter. But you can only put the Chiefs in prime time so often, right? Okay, let's go Raiders uh, Bills. Bills yeah. laying eight and a half at home, one p.m. Everybody, including including the books, are expecting a massive bounce back, Sean, from Josh Allen, who looked horrible, horrible. Yeah. Against the New York Jets. I don't know. Why Why not expect the bounce back? I think, you know, Josh Allen is who he is. He's a gunslinger who, you know, he's going to make some fantastic plays mm-hmm. and he's going to make some bad plays. Like, you have to rein him in a little bit because last week in that scenario against the Jets, he didn't need to be the hero. He didn't need to make those plays. He just needed to be consistent, not m- limit those mistakes, and the Bills easily win that game. Mm-hmm. But he was the reason why the Bills lost that game. He threw, threw three interceptions. He fumbled the ball. It wasn't a good outing for Josh Allen. Uh, I'm sure he spent the week pretty hard on himself, and <laughs> I expect him to bounce back here too. Again, the, the Raiders' defense isn't fantastic. I think you can exploit them. Uh, They're secondary. I don't think it's that good. I think Diggs should eat uh, maybe even a Gabe Davis game. Man, and Dalton Kincaid looked pretty good last week too. Okay. So, uh, I think he'll bounce back and he'll be just fine, and this Bills team will be just fine again. The Jets' defense is fantastic, um, and and Allen just threw himself into too many mistakes. I think I think they uh, they cover here too. You mentioned some names, but honestly, outside of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, who do they have on offense? I mean, is I keep hearing Gabe Davis being this one A. What's he actually done? He had one nah. good playoff game. So you got you got James Cook as your running back, Garbage. Damian Harris as your second. Garbage. Gabe Davis, Deontay Henry, Dawson Knox. I mean, look, that, that's a pretty weak look, uh, receiving core without Stephon Diggs. The Buffalo Bills have no run game, right? Which forces Josh Allen to be their de facto running back, right? Which forces Josh Allen to act, to play hero ball. And we saw on Monday night, he was the best player for the New York Jets, turning the ball over the whole time, right? Yeah. Josh Allen, for everything we want, you turn the clock back a year ago to this time today. Right, we were talking about the fact that Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills were going to win the Super Bowl after they went to LA, beat the defending Super Bowl champs. Everybody thought that Josh Allen was, you know, rivaling Mahomes. Right, that's clearly not the case anymore. When I look, uh, at I mean, the, that I think that's a week one overreaction. But go no, ahead. But, but I'm saying, but like with Josh Allen, we've seen this kind of regression from him because he didn't play that great last year either. Right, uh, you know, when I look at Josh Allen, he's supremely talented, but you see. Just the effect that Brian Dable had on him. Like you mentioned, rein him in, make him play within his means, not trying to do too much. Um, Stephon Diggs, this issue with him in Buffalo, it keeps on persisting. We saw this week where a team reporter said something off off camera, (laughs) but the mics were hot. And then he's like, just small things like that in Buffalo right now. Um, plus the Pagula situation. There's a lot. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of stuff going on in Buffalo where this team, it it looked like, you know, they were going to win a Super Bowl. Well, now it looks like this window is closing and closing and closing. Now, I get it. You have Josh Allen. You have a top 10 quarterback in football. But there's a lot of noise in Buffalo right now. And I think Sean McDermott, who's a very good coach, right? I think he really needs to rein this in. They weren't able. They have, they have no run game, yeah. right? Other than Stephon yeah. Diggs, what else do they have on the outside? I like Dal- Dalton Kincaid as a tight end. I think he can be very good. But this is very dangerous for the Buffalo Bills. And look, the Raiders beat the Broncos. Now, that's not saying a lot. But, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo knows how to win football games. He does. Right? He knows how to win in pressurized situations. He was good last week. They have a guy in Max Crosby who can get after the quarterback, can be disruptive. Um, the eight and a half is very big, right? Um, and I think that the Raiders, I don't know if they're going to win. I don't know if they're legit. But this game is going to be a lot closer because... I don't trust Josh Allen. I don't trust Josh Allen to play clean football. Um, and if that's if he turns the ball over again, he's going to give the Raiders more time of possession. He's going to be off the field more. And that scares me. Yeah, I mean, those are some good points. Again, I, I do think it's a bit of an overreaction. I do think, you know, Josh Allen is still a top five quarterback in the league. I don't think it's that far of a stretch. Mm. He did deal with a sprained elbow last season. That's why he saw some decline. He was blowing up some MVP numbers. And like you said, they were slated to be one of the Super Bowl favorites. I I still think they are. I think, you know, maybe they're a bit behind the Chiefs. You know what I mean? But like, we'll get to Joe Burrow in a moment Mm -hmm. in the Cincinnati Bengals. But like, you know what I mean? Where they they didn't show have a good showing in week one. Like, do you do you lump them in as the same as the Bills? Right. So this AFC is very tough and Mm -hmm. week in and week out. I think you can have a lot of teams beat beat each other up and it would be different the next week. I think I think this uh, that's how the AFC is going to be this year. And you even have some lower tier teams in the AFC that can, you know, uh, 
throw some upsets in there. And again, I'm not saying like teams like the Broncos are going to make the playoffs. Teams mm. like you know even the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. But there's there's just another top tier teams uh, in, in the AFC, and I think Buffalo Bills is one of them. I do worry actually about Sean McDermott. Uh, I, I'm not liking a lot of the play calling I'm seeing on the offensive side of the ball. I, I'm not I'm not liking some of his game management decisions. Um, He's somebody I would take a closer look at at the end of the season if, if they do fail uh, to make the playoffs or even make noise in the playoffs. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the Bills in this game. I think I think they bounce back just fine, and, and, and we're talking about them next week as if they're Super Bowl. I think the Bills game. need to win one of the next two games. So they got to either beat Vegas or Washington because after that you have Miami. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to the UK to play Jacksonville, who That's already be there because the week before game. they're going to be in Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, then you got the Giants. Then the, you're going to the Patriots. It could be a rough, a rough game. little Look, stretch here for Buffalo. Like, like Sean mentioned, like the AFC's loaded, where we saw teams like yeah. But on, has anyone outside of the Miami Dolphins impressed you in the AFC? I mean, uh, again, the Chargers look good against those Dolphins. The Dolphins look uh, really good. That's what I said. Yeah, outside the of Miami, really good. Right? Yeah. We're expecting the AFC to be so dominant, which it'll probably end up being. But yeah. after one week, you're like, ah, not really. I mean, it's again, like Sean said, it's one week. But I just think from the last last year going to this year, just with the Bills, it's just so much noise and so much like extra stuff that, again, off the field stuff. But it just, it's, he, this is a, one of those things where you're like buying, like you're, you're taking all that hype and you're, you're feeling your own anger. Like you're, it's like a Maple Leaf situation with <laughs> yeah. you, where you're like, you're hearing the media talk about this team and, and you're seeing a little, a few cracks, which there are a few there cracks. Are, and I'm, a few. I'm not disputing that, but I think you are like uh, compartmentalizing it and like fueling it and like, and, the, and you're using that energy to like <laughs> hate against the Bills. And again, I'm I against the Bills. Uh, Look, I, I liked I like Joshua. I think Buffalo's a great football city, right? Oh, here we go. I just think that, you know, they've been severely overhyped the last couple of years. What go. have they right, done? There it is right there. They're overhyped. What well, what have they done? What have they done? I mean, they've had been in the They playoffs. got destroyed by Cincinnati at home. They are I mean, those fans, that's a tor- tortured fan base. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, no 100%. Right. Okay, should we talk I want to touch on Vegas for a little bit mm-hmm. because I do have a feeling that the Raiders can cause Buffalo some problems, right? We saw last week Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook did some damage on the ground against the Bills. Josh, Josh Jacobs wasn't great in week one. He said he's still knocking up the rust. But mm-hmm. if the Jets can run against that Bills rush D, why can't Josh Jacobs? And Jimmy G, by the way, looked pretty good. Two touchdowns, 200 yards, 20 for 26, no picks, zero sacks. And how about this for a stat? Jimmy G is 42-17 and 17 as a starter. Yeah, all he does is win games. So, I mean, listen, the Raiders team okay, – Defense not that great, but on yeah. offense, I think they can do some damage here. Again, the Broncos didn't generate any pass rush no. last week, and, and I think generating a pass rush against Jimmy Garoppolo uh, is is key to um, you know getting in his face. Uh, his average depth of target was very high. He's throwing like dink and dunk passes near the mm-hmm. line. Uh, you know, he didn't throw near Sertan too much. Devonte Adams didn't have a fantastic game. Um, yeah, I, again, I, I don't think that the the Raiders are a bad team. I think they've got some real good players. Josh Jacobs could have a fantastic game. I actually expected him to have a good game last week against the Broncos because he he killed the Broncos mm-hmm. uh, a couple times last year. Um, so yeah, that's definitely within the possibility for sure. I do think this Buffalo defense as a whole is better than the Denver defense. Um, you know, really? they, yeah. Again, you've got some playmakers on the Denver defense, but I do think that the the way There's that no Von Miller on the Buffalo defense right now. Yeah, right now, yeah. But I, I still think they can generate a better pass rush than than the Broncos were able to. I do think their linebackers are better as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like that'll help contain Josh Jacobs a little bit. But I could see him rushing for 80, 85 yards, something like that. Again, I think he'll have a decent game. Yeah, I'll see uh, Jacoby Myers, who was great last week. Ten targets, eighty-one yards, two touchdowns. Is under concussion protocol, so we'll know what. Mm-hmm. Uh, what his status will be probably come game time. Okay, to the next game. The Jets, who beat the Bills the at the Cowboys. The Cowboys, this is a 4 p.m. game, laying nine and a half. I think this number might even grow. It seems like people are really high on the Cowboys because of Zach Wilson. I think the biggest matchup here for me is probably defense against defense. Right, two of the best, maybe the one and two defense in the league after week one, you can, yeah. you might be able to say. It, it's tough because, again, I do think the Jets' defense is good. I think... They're a top five-ish unit, maybe not number two for me. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think again, Josh Allen threw into a lot of trouble uh, that a lot of teams will yeah. do week in and week out. So they'll probably have a better game plan against the Jets. But it is a good, very good defense. I do think that is the story. Oh, line. they're gonna put it's the, defense versus Wilson defense or Zach Wilson versus the, the uh, Dallas defense. I Zach think. Wilson's in trouble. 
Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, 100 percent. I again, we talked about it yesterday on a different show. Uh, I don't think that Zach Wilson will be able to handle this pass rush very well. I think it'll be a long day for Zach. Wilson. Yeah, Makai Becton limited for the Jets. Dwayne Brown limited. Brees Hall also limited with a knee issue for the when you Cowboys. Say limited, do you mean like limited skill wise? Because Makai <laughs> no limited in practice. Cowboys. Brandon Cooks uh, did not practice. Brayden MCL. Donovan Wilson and Tyler Smith also did not practice. Uh, quickly, just on the Cowboys, seven sacks against the Giants. They mm-hmm. limited uh, Barkley to just 51 yards for the Jets. Sacked Allen five times, forced him into three picks. And this is where I get into Dak Prescott. Okay, he didn't throw any picks. He really had no pressure on him all game against the Giants when they beat them 40-zip. But Dak had 15 picks last season. That, but, is, this yeah. a, is this a spot where we might see uh, you know, 2023 Dak? He could. I mean, like the biggest thing in this game is going to be, can... The Jets get the ball to Zach Wilson's hands quickly so he doesn't get sacked. So he doesn't get, you know, make it simple for Zach Wilson. Well, Salah's not going to let him throw. No, they're not. I, right? I expect him to have, like, they're going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball heavy with Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. Um, with Dak, like, you have Sauce Gardner on one side where, you know, he did get beat a little bit last week, Sauce. You know, he didn't have the best game. Um, and then you have DJ Reed on the other side. So, look, will Dak take some shots? I, I think so. Right, I think it's their home opener. They're gonna want to, you know, beat the brakes off. Everybody's praising the Cowboys after a forty nothing win against uh, the New York Giants. But when you look at Dak and how they played, this team is gonna go as far as this defense takes them. I think. I think this team, you know, with Micah Parsons and you know Stephon Gilmore, Trayvon Diggs, um, the rest of the, the the guys on the defense, the Dallas Cowboys defense is the best defense of football right now. Right, um, and that this that the Cowboys are gonna go as far as that defense takes them. So I don't know, man. They got a lot of skill players. But like, when you but when you look Tony at Tony Pollard, Ceedee Lamb, Tony Pollard had three TDs. Yeah. He finished with two. Well, I'm saying the defense, the defense sets the tone for the. No, the I, agree. no yeah. I, I agree. No, I agree. They're, they're the lead guy, the, the bus drivers of this. Team. I don't think anybody can make a case that there's another defense that's better than the Cowboys. No. I don't know what yeah. you can possibly no, I, say. No, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like you can't discount the offense. I mean, no, I know I, Dak had had interception problems again, coming off of a, a fractured thumb or a broken thumb or something last season. I again after week one I agree he didn't look great but he didn't have to mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what what Dak Prescott and I mean I'm sure Jerry Jones has a, a short leash um, with with Dak Prescott uh, but I mean again like he's your guy and and so yep. again it, it'll be an interesting game I, I'm intrigued I'll be watching this one closely just to see again I, I like seeing Zach Wilson run around the in circles back there and just get behind the line of scrimmage okay. so um, yeah man it's just. It, and, and Robert Salah said, "This is Zach Wilson's team," and I don't know, I don't know what he's talking about. But well, he's, I do he's, think it'll be a run-heavy game for the Jets, and it should be. But I mean, you can't win games consistently, at least by mm-hmm. just you know running ninety percent of the time. That's just not the way NFL, the NFL works anymore. Unless you have the a def- offensive line, the Philadelphia Eagles that we saw last night, where they just ran the ball down. Even the I mean, so. we didn't touch. We didn't really talk about yeah, the Thursday but, nighter, but I think the Eagles who went two and zero. I think they're fugazi. I don't like the way they look right now. They they're they're playing. Great. They haven't played good, but they're still two and zero. I know, right? I know. But like we know, the Aaron Rodgers was pressured all four snaps that he played. Right? This offensive line for the Jets is not very good. A guy like Micah Parsons is gonna have the time of his life, uh, good getting after Zach Wilson. Oh man, and it's not gonna be pretty. Um, that alone is must watch. Yes. Parsons going after Wilson Just all game, chasing him around and <laughs> yeah. sacking him. Yeah. Right. So that to me is the biggest thing: is that this Dallas defense just abusing and abusing that shaky, bad, you know, New York Jets offensive line, unless, you know, Nathaniel Hackett figures out a game plan where they can get the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands very quickly, right? And short passes, get the ball to your playmakers like Alan Lazard, like a Garrett Wilson, like a Brees Hall, like a Dalvin Cook, and let them make plays. But if that's not the case, it's going to be a very, 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 very Dude, they're going to work the hell out of Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Hall went for 127 on 10 carries last week. Cook, 33 yards on 13 carries. I think you'll probably see more production but, from but Cook. But even still, think, yeah, like Brees Hall broke off like what was an 80-yard run? An 80-yard run, Something yeah. like that. So yeah, like, yeah. 83-yard run, which was the second longest rush in Jets history. Yeah. 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 He's got those, the I hate those seat. stats, but yeah. He's got <laughs> the, he's, I hate those stats. Why? I don't know. I, even a stat this morning, I was talking in a group chat, and it bothered me. Like It was like uh, Justin Jefferson has, now has over 5,000 yards, which is more than any other Bears receiver yeah, oh, yeah, in, I love in, that one. in history. And I was like, <laughs> I, just the way the tweet was worded, and, 
it, it was like, well, like other like Bears receivers have had that those numbers in their career, just hasn't gotten to five thousand yards the for the Bears. So I just I, I disputed it with my friends. They called me an idiot, and I, I'm used to it, so it's fine. I well, I got a lot of stacks coming up for this next game. Okay, oh, before okay. we move on, do the Jets have a chance to even cover here? Forget they win do. the game to cover nine well, and a half points. Anybody, yeah, I think Dallas could take them, you know, lightly and kind of you know put less than their foot up the gas. Really, I, I could see that. Right, this is the Dallas Cowboys. These guys okay. are, you know, they're not championship material yet. Ooh. You know, they're no, they're notorious. Cowboys for... catching straight. <laughs> yeah, here. here's another another team that he hates. Brothers Cowboys, the Cowboys nation, you'll be just fine. Cowboys <laughs> catching straight. Okay, let's move to the next game then. Ravens at Bengals. To me, this is the game of the week. Uh-huh. One p.m. game. Bengals favorite three points at home. Uh, obviously, early AFC North implications. Joe Burrow needs to be better than 82 yards. How healthy Ooh. is the guy? Um, I got some stats for you, Sean, as much as I know I you love, love stats. stats. Now I'm going to hit you with even more okay, stats. Good. Including the playoffs, yeah. three of Burrow's four lowest total QBR games in 2022 came against the Ravens. Yeah. No, so he no. has an issue against this Ravens team. Look, Joe Burrow played like hot trash, right? But the weather was hot. The weather was horrible in mm-hmm. Cleveland on Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, both quarterbacks in that both game. Both quarterbacks. Like Deshaun Watson did not play any better. Yeah. Um, I expect Joe Burrow to have a bounce back game. I expect... Joe Burrow to play a lot better. Um, I expect I need Jamar Chase to have a better game for fantasy football, <laughs> please and thank you. Um, I think that this game is going to be, you know, it could be a shootout, right? Uh, Lamar didn't look, and the Ravens' offense didn't look that good against the Houston Texans, right? Uh, new offensive coordinator. Name is escaping me right now, but it was basically saying that, you know, they played like Todd Monkton. Monkton. Todd Monkton, yeah, uh, from Georgia. Basically, they got to fix some things. We know the Bengals played horrible. And, you know, I think this is a game where uh, you have two elite quarterbacks going head-to-head. You know, a rematch of last year's playoff game where, you know, a lot of the Ravens probably should have won that game, right? If it wasn't for uh, Tyler Huntley fumbling the ball in the goal line and, you know, uh, was it Logan Wilson who who smacked the ball away? But uh, this is a big game. That, you're talking about the Chiefs Jaguars potentially being something. This is yeah, a Sunday night this game. This is huge. Um, this is huge for the, the division because uh, this is the second division matchup for the for the Bengals. They can't go down 0-2 within the division, right? So you need those tiebreakers. Uh, you need those tiebreakers. You're talking about that with baseball with the Jays, <laughs> right? Um, this is a huge, huge game. I think T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, uh, you know, and the rest of the Bengals will show up. Um, and I hope that Lamar. And Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and we see something from Odell Beckham too, because now J.K. Dobbins is out for the rest there's, of the year. There's some big injury news. Yes, J.K. Dobbins being one, but the Ravens are going to be without their two what best offensive linemen, mm-hmm. Ronnie Stanley and Tyler Linderbaum. Linderbaum, which probably means, Sean, my expectation for Lamar Jackson is that he's going to run a ton. I wouldn't be surprised to see him hit 100 yards because he's going to be under a ton of pressure. You're missing your two best old linemen. You're going to be scrambling. Yeah, and again, I think we saw um, you, you, the the Ravens probably saved some of their playbook, and and, and it was for for this week. Uh, they didn't need much to beat the Texans mm. last week. Again, Lamar didn't have to be explosive; he was efficient. You know, similar to what we talked about with Josh Allen, is he he didn't make too many mistakes. Yeah, um, and and just you know, so he didn't have to run around too much and, and make plays with his legs. Um, so yeah, I, I could see that, Albert. I think I think he'll be flushed out of the pocket a lot by the, the Cincinnati pass rush. Um, and I agree with Justin. This should be a hell of a game. I think both both teams have a lot to prove. Um, and I, I think the Ravens might go two and zero here. All time uniform matchup too. I love the uniforms for both teams. So that's <laughs> something to watch out for too. Right? Like that's something that's something you got to take notice. Of. No, like, I like agree. Last night's last night uniform matchup was. Whatever. Can we give him a segment on the show? Uniform matchups. Dude, I, I was gonna bring up when we talk about the Browns. Like, they're wearing the all-white. All white. Oh, that's nice. That's sexy, man. They you like of, that? I mean, they copied the Bengals, but the Bengals did that last year. You can't be year, the right? Browns and have a all Yeah, your team name is the Browns. Why? You, you can't wear all-white you when you're the team name is the Browns. The Browns you guys don't know what the hell you're talking about, man. Oh, and also, <laughs> why is there a logo of Leprechaun now? What happened to the dog pound, man? <laughs> Shout out to DM. <laughs> Was that your DMX impersonation? Lamar Jackson's got that dog in him, by the way. How about this stat? Yeah. I know you love stats, Sean, and keep hitting you with it. Baltimore 0-4 against the Bengals with any other starting quarterback. Other than including the postseason, other than Lamar Jackson, oh, okay. okay, and he's a uh, six and one in seven starts against Cincinnati. What do we see I have all these one? numbers because they might be a pick later on in the show. That's a tease. All right, so that's a nice okay. foreshadowing. Okay, Dolphins. This is another great game. Waiting all day. Laying the three Sunday points night. in Fox, bro, against Bill Belichick and the Pats. Tua four and zero 
against Billy B in the Patriots. Billy For some B. reason, <laughs> something in my gut, man, it's just telling me that the Patriots can pull this one off. I know that's something crazy in to your say. Gut? Yeah, yeah. What, what gut feeling? Pick it could be my gut what feeling. So my thing is, I'll ask you, Justin. Do the Pats like did the secondary have enough to slow them down? Yeah, it's a Bill Belichick defense, of course. But are I mean, the, we saw they, are we they saw gonna, what happened last week. With are they going to slow the Miami Dolphins down? No. But I will say this: Tua didn't get touched last week. Yeah. This Patriots defense, top five. You can make the case, right? In and around there. You can make the case that they're top five. Yeah, in and around there. But I think like when you look at this this offense, man, Mike McDaniel, where they dialed up that thing against the Chargers and Tua looked like Dan Marino. At the well, I don't know what the hell the Chargers secondary was doing. Well, Tyreek Hill was yeah, hoping every exactly. time. Look, I don't think Tua's going to throw over 466, right? But I do think he's going to get the ball into Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill's hands, and that's a very good situation to have, right? Right. Um, when you look at this team and, this, and the way they're built, and this offense, how explosive they are. Um, the Miami Dolphins, I think, three points is a little bit light. I think it could be this could be a touchdown game for the Dolphins where they just steamrolled over. They looked so good last week. Now, maybe I'm drinking the Dolphins Kool-Aid and the Tua Kool-Aid right now, but man, like I think I think this team right here, you know, is a dark horse Super Bowl team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac Jones, like it was basically like he had some really bad spots in in that game, and then he and then he had a, like a really good ten minutes, and then a really bad ten minutes, and like it's just inconsistency with Mac Jones. But um, yeah, I think I think with Bill O'Brien there and, and Bill Belichick, I think both the offense and defense. This team is one of the best team, coach teams in the league. We know that with Bill Belichick and the history of what he's been able to do. Um, but I think just like last week, they schemed for the Eagles, and they were like, okay, we're gonna let you have everything you want over the middle but you're not going to beat us deep yeah. mm-hmm. um and and this week i mean if you want to do that against the dolphins that's a terrible idea so they'll have to switch up their schemes because those guys are waddle and hill are the two toughest guys to cover you know so fast so you know if you want to give them slants they'll take that and then they'll they'll run for 50 yards after the catch right exactly. so um yeah I, I the patriots can score enough points with mac jones but i, I just see the the miami dolphins scoring a lot more yeah. so Again, until you can prove to me that that this Miami Dolphins offense can be stopped, Dolphins are the the pick for me in this game. I th- I think they win, and I don't think I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think the Patriots' defense is good enough to keep it close. I think their offense is efficient enough to keep it close. Maybe they lose by a touchdown. Look, maybe maybe I was going to say goal. I feel like this number should be six. The Patriots are like a Honda Civic. It's reliable, safe. You know, it's all going to. It's not gonna push too much on the highway, you know what I'm saying? But the well, it Mi- depends what you got in that the, Civic. The Miami Dolphins, it's no, it's just a standard, you know, Honda Civic, safe, you know, gets okay. you from point A to point B. Right. You know, Miami Dolphins are a Ferrari, right? Yeah. And when they're going, and that thing is on, you know, they're on the open highway, that thing's pushing it. Like I'm talking, going real, real fast, and that nothing's stopping it. Um, and nothing's gonna stop this Ferrari on the highway straight through Foxborough. This team is gonna steamroll the Patriots. And I think it's not going to be pretty. The Ferraris are built to kind of crush like a tin can in an accident, right? So if they meet <laughs> that Tua, defense, poor Tua. Tua. <laughs> I'm just saying he hasn't. Why he was, so he was in touch. Why are you talking so much? I'm not being. I'm just telling you the truth. The so Pats, what? They sacked Hurts three times? If they get to Tua, get him twice. I know he's got the Tua Jitsu going, but you never know. He bounces his head off Amen. the ground. Could be out of the game. Jeez. I'm not making light of the situation. I'm just being honest. He's playing a physical sport. we got to talk about these things. Here's another betting nugget for you guys. Hey, the hey, Patriots nuggets. are 0-6 ATS in their past six games as an underdog. Like I said, I think this number should be six, not three. If it grows, if it gets to possibly four and a half, I might be thinking... Well, how'd that work for you uh, last week? Uh, I should. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. I'm still. I'm still pretty pissed <laughs> off. Foreshadowing right there. Okay, the last game we'll talk about the Browns uh, laying minus two and a half at the Steelers. This is Monday Night Football. Two games, by the way, on Monday Night Football. Uh, the first one starting at seven sixteen Eastern time, which is <laughs> seven. This, yeah, this seven sixteen Eastern time. It's the Saints against the it's Panthers. Be a typo. No one's watching the Saints Panthers, so you'll be watching the Browns and the Steelers. We covered this game last. week. Year I think remember it was a Thursday it was a Thursday night. Is there a two game oh, like yeah. red zone? I want like I want to watch both and I, like just you know, do the split screen. The split. I did the I did the picture in picture yesterday. The Jays game okay. on and the Vikings. People it was still nice. use picture in picture on their TV. No man, oh, not the TV <laughs> on the computer, bro. <laughs> oh okay, because what I'm you saying just, is like, what do you think I have the PNP <laughs> button on my remote? Like, I remember like when I was a kid, like we had the little uh, PNP thing. That was the yeah, well that was thing. sick. 
Oh, that was unreal. Oh. You have Monday Night Raw on one screen. <laughs> do you have a? You got to get a two monitor system. I I would do that. Yeah, I, I got the two. Yeah, I got yeah, the two. You got to have the yeah, two. Yeah. But it's uh, a lot going on because on one screen I'm looking at these these you know wonderful betting nuggets that I'm dropping you guys. Wonderful betting nuggets. And then the other screen I got you know the Vikings doing their thing and the Jays not doing their thing. Let's not talk about the Jays anymore. <laughs> Browns minus two and a half Monday Night mm -hmm. Football at the Steelers. Uh, the Browns haven't been two and zero since 1993. Justin is Jeez. Deshaun Watson. Is he the real deal? No. Pourquoi? Do you see how he's played the last? <laughs> the last <laughs> yeah, he was not great. But can he be? But can he, he be? He got $230 million guaranteed. He damn well should be. Well. Right? I mean, if you're going to pay The number on the contract sometimes doesn't justify the player. Finally, Justin's going to go off on somebody that actually deserves some hate. Go off, Justin. Yeah, though, that, look, Deshaun Watson, we all know what a sleazeball he is. Okay, right? we're talking about okay, football. Okay, on the, on the field. Okay? He's, a, he's a sleazeball we're talking on the field. About he's a sleazeball on the football field, too, the way he's playing. The way all he's right. robbing the Cleveland Browns of $230 million guaranteed. Look, this guy, again, Woo. he has not played in a while, but... He's getting paid how much amount of money, and we don't talk about it a lick of how bad he plays, right? This guy right here is making this much money on a team that is very, very good. You have Amari Cooper, a elite wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, right? You know, they have Elijah Moore. They have David Njoku. They have good pass catchers. They have Nick Chubb, possibly, you know, might be the best running back in football, depending on who you talk to. They have a squad in Cleveland, Right. He was the missing piece. They got rid of Baker Mayfield. They wanted to bring him in amid all the legal issues. All that's a brought him in, right? Had him, you know, backed him up through his suspension and all of that. It is time for Deshaun Watson to show up and play football the way he played in Houston, right? Where he was leading the league in passing yards and stuff like that. But with this game in particular, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I picked them last week got destroyed by the San Francisco 49ers. Embarrassed. Kenny Pickett looked like trash. Their defense got exposed. But I feel like that was more you underestimating Brock Purdy. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm right? Not, I'm not, I think a lot of people did, and rightfully uh, so. Yeah, and rightfully I mean, so. I'm not going to take my victory lap. Uh, okay. but you take it. You no, no, it. I'm not going to take it. You can't it. go I'm crazy I'm about it. I'm going to take the high oh, ground and not take my you victory can't, lap. You can't I'm celebrate a Niners win, okay? It is what it is. It was like two and a half. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. All right, whatever. Go Anyways, um, this game could finish like 14 to 10. Yeah. Um, this is like, I don't think either game on Monday night's overly watchable. I I, I love... Uh, no, this is a watchable game. Come no, on. it's got enough intrigue. There's enough mm -hmm. storylines to this game, whereas to me, there's not in the first game, the one that starts at 7-16. What time does um, this game start at? This game starts at 8-16. Yeah, so anyway, so... Um, yeah, again, the, the the Browns pass rush is going to eat up Kenny Pickett, I think. Mm -hmm. I think the Steelers' defense is going to be very good against Deshaun Watson unless he turns back the clock. Again, I think this game probably goes under the number. I, again, I think it's a low total. It's like 38, mm. 38 and a half or something like that. Um, yeah, it'll be a dirty, sloppy game. I think uh, I don't expect a lot of points, and I expect a lot of hits. So I'm looking forward to, to, the, to the game. Um, I agree with Justin, too. Nick Chubb is... He's probably my favorite running back in the league. Top three running He's back simple. for sure. He's a very Top simple three. guy. You know, simple runs hard. Uh, Browns haven't won in Pittsburgh since 2003, by the way. So there's always. Well, that. they won the. I the, wonder. I just wonder what the Browns. Like Tim Couch and. No, but didn't they, didn't they win the playoff game in Pittsburgh with Baker? Oh, that's a, that's might be regular season, not stat. Do not doubt the stat, buddy. They right. they beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh at a playoff game. All right, listen to what I'm saying over here, okay. uh, Deshaun Watson. I just wonder what what how good can the the Browns be? If if Watson is eighty percent of even what he used to be, if, if the Brown, if like the, no seriously, if Deshaun Watson is good, the Browns could you know wear like the, how good though they could be wearing the crown of the AFC North. They could win the division. Really, right? They, they could they, win they, the Super Bowl. They could. They're that good of a team. Okay, right? They're that good of a team. Um, it's just this quarterback that they paid a whole lot of money with. Can he live up to that contract? Right? Can he be a top ten quarterback, which they're paying him to do? We don't. We haven't seen that yet. So, um. We'll see, right? I think I, I'm, I'd be very worried with it if I was Deshaun Watson because Mike Tomlin's going to have that team ready to play on Monday night. Mike Tomlin, 5-1 and one ATS against Kevin Stefanski. Steelers covered three of the last four against Cleveland and 17 of the last 10. And I'll end on that. We'll take a bit, bit of a break, and then we'll uh, recap our betting picks from last week. Justin, Justin wasn't very good, but we got picks for this weekend. Yeah. We definitely do, so stay tuned for some picks. 
All right, welcome back. Let's get into some picks. Uh, but first, let's recap. So Justin last week, 0-2. Yeah. So we make two picks on the show, <laughs> one being the lock, our own personal lock of the weekend, the other one being the gut feeling pick. I don't know why, but I'm feeling this pick. All right? Justin went 0-2. His lock, the Steelers, destroyed by the 49ers. His gut feeling pick, the Colts plus the points, they did not cover. Sean, 1-1, one one, had the 49ers, as you mentioned, and tightened money line. I don't I know what greedy, this guy was man. thinking. I got greedy. Uh, me, Big Bird, I went Jets money line as my lock, which is insane. That was in danger, and <laughs> I somehow. I called you out, too. I was like, hey, man, that's nuts. It hit, and the Pats plus four did not hit. They should have had a two-point conversion. They took it away. Still pissed off about that. All right, let's get to the locks. Sean McCormick, what do you got? Oh, all right. Uh, we talked about it a bit earlier in the show. I, um, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs and Jacksonville Jaguars over the number. Oh, okay. I was going to say. It's like 51 and a half points, uh, depending on where you look. Uh, it's now 51, according to DraftKings. There you go. Um, and so I think that's, I mean, you're telling me that the Kansas City Chiefs can't put up 35 and, and Jacksonville can't put up like 25, 27 points. I, I think it's well within the, the range of outcomes that this this goes up to even 60 points this game. I think not a lot of defense is going to be played. A lot of playmakers on both sides of the ball. Travis Kelsey will play. He'll probably be in a knee brace, but he'll play and he'll play a lot of snaps and he'll be a huge difference maker for this team. Um, yeah, so that's my pick. It's going to be a... Shootout. Justin? My lock of the week is the Chicago Bears plus two and a half at Tampa Bay against Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, the Bears got absolutely destroyed on Sunday against the Green Bay Packers at home. So much so that their owner had to show up to Hallis Hall on Monday to have a meeting with uh, GM Ryan Poles and head coach Matt Eberflus to put the pressure on them because they were so embarrassed, right? Justin Fields looked discombobulated. He looked, you know, looked <laughs> flustered and all of that stuff. DJ Moore did not look good. But I'm telling First you, of all, why don't they throw to DJ Moore? That's a good question. I don't he got know what two targets. That's a very good question. But <laughs> what I'm saying is this: Justin Fields is going to have a field day in Tampa Bay. Oh, no, that, that was a good no. play on words. Right well done. There. Justin Fields is going to go off. The Bears are going to win Tampa Bay. The only reason the the, the Bucs won is because Kirk Cousins sucks this year and turns the ball over so much, right? So I've taken the Chicago Bears plus two and a half. Like, why? Why? Because like I want... Like he, Justin Fields can only throw the ball three yards down the field. Not against... No, he's going to... And, and like... No, no, no. I don't, that offensive line, trash. The defense, not good. You know Bears also, will be one of the worst teams at the end of the year. And and again, I, I'm, I'm going to hop on a, a train of my one of my good friends, Pat Mayo. The the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could win that division. That's not saying I mean, a it's a lot. trash division. Yeah, exactly. It's the worst division in football. I don't know about that, bro. Why not? That's I mean, Baker didn't look fantastic. I'll get, I'm, not, I'm not jumping like that I far. Mean, Baker was but saying, they could win the division with nine wins. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Look, it's possible. I'm just saying, I, I, I'm on the other side of this game, so that maybe that's why I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a little uh, biased. But, um, yeah, I, did, I just didn't like anything, anything from what I saw from the Bears last week. The Bears have trouble in Tampa Bay. I do know that. The last time they played, Tampa won 38-3. But who, Tom, was the, who, was, who was the quarterback? That was in 2021. So yeah, who was the quarterback? And then you go back to 2017. Another L, 29 to 7. Who's the quarterback? You go back to 2016, 36 to 10. I'm just saying, for whatever reason. No, no, but I'm just. Mr. Trubisky? I'm just saying, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. the Bears in Tampa don't play every season, but when the Bears go to Tampa, they got problems. They're going to go to Tampa Bay and win this week. It's possible. I hope they do. I might even tell you on that one. Okay. That might be a teaser worthy. Tease that up a little bit, like the four and a half, something like that? No? No, I mean, you could, what no. is it? The, going once, going half. twice? They're, they're, yeah, no, it would be like eight and a half or, All right. or nine if mm-hmm. you're. Who's my lock? Up. I forgot who my lock is now. Oh, it's the New York Giants minus four and a half. This opened at six and a half. If it was at six and a half, I wouldn't take it. But four and a half, I mean, against the Cardinals. Let's be real here. They're bouncing back. Dable and the boys, they're bouncing back. They weren't as bad as they looked. It was an off day. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, I think so. That that line movement scares me a little bit. I know the the Giants have know, some offensive fishy, line right? issues. Uh, the Cardinals' uh, defensive line they got six sacks last week again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on Sam Howell, rookie who who has been on the record of holding the ball too long. Garbage. So uh, <laughs> I don't like the Cardinals. So, but at yeah, all. I, I, I if I was on a side of this game, like I do have a bet on the Buccaneers. I do not have a bet on this game. If I did have a bet on this game, it would be on the Giants. I got one more lock. Just college football lock. Oh, here we go. Uh, Colorado. 
Colorado oh. Buffaloes oh. minus 23 and a half against Colorado State. What a stupid move by the Colorado State head coach. Why are you sh- talking about Deion Sanders, who literally has the worst team in college football last year, 2-0 right now? You were just asking for trouble. And I think there's going to be a whole lot of hats and sunglasses in Boulder, Colorado on Saturday, and it's going to be ugly. You have anything to add to that, Sean? I do not. Okay. Yeah, I just want to throw that out there. All right, good. So you got the Bears plus two and a half plus Colorado. Sean's going over 51 in the KC Jags game. I got the Giants to cover the minus four and a half spread. All right, the gut feeling pick of the week. Let's start with Beso de la Muerte. <laughs> Sean McCormick. So, you know, you, when you make a pick and it's your lock of the week, you should probably have a correlating pick, you know? So I'm going to go with. Kadarius Tony to score a touchdown plus two fifty. Oh anytime. my god! Are you god. serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Why not? <laughs> okay. oh. I know it's all good. Why not? He's gonna he's gonna be on the field for most of the snaps. Is he? He had five five targets <laughs> last week. He had, a, he, had a, he had a rush as well. Like okay. they, they try to get him involved. It just depends on if he's gonna catch the ball. I was not expecting that. Kadarius hey, Tony off the top a, rope. You asked for a gut feeling pick. Tony TD. There's plus gonna be a lot of a lot of points in this game. Do you think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So who's scoring points for the? I mean, probably what Kelsey could easily get four touchdowns. MVS. <laughs> sure. And, and Sky. It, feel, it feels like a Mahomes. Two I think touchdown even MVS you know? was like plus two sixty. I looked at that too. He only got two targets last week, but again, he's their quote unquote number one wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So that's a good bet as well. I think. I'm just want you know when your teammate has a bad week the week before, don't you want to lift them up? Don't you want to you know lift his spirits, get him back in the right frame of mind, give him a little touchdown, give him a little target in the end zone, give him a little rush on the five yard end around. I like Darius Tony to score a touchdown this week. There's my gut feeling. Oops. All right. I kind of like it. I like you going out on a limb like that. And it hey. makes sense. I like the okay. whole narrative behind it. Uh, Justin. Well, my gut is telling me that I'm hungry right now. Um, but uh, I'm always gonna... hungry. Yeah, <laughs> me too. It's me true. Too. Um, I think I'm going to go Packers plus one and a half at Atlanta. Okay. Um, without Even yeah. if Christian Watson doesn't play or whatever. Uh, I like what I saw from Jordan Love last week. We're talking about, you know, about the Bears and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think you know Matt Matt Lafleur played called a good game last week, very good game. Um, I don't trust Desmond Ritter. I don't like the Atlanta Falcons whatsoever. Um, I just think that you know plus one and a half going into Atlanta, like show some respect to the Green Bay Packers. Like you know. I think it's a fair line. I, I think both of these teams, you don't really know what they are. Yeah. Um, I think, again, without Christian Watson, I think Romeo Dobbs might also be hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see if he suits up. Uh, we'll see both of them suit up. It doesn't look like Christian Watson is going to no. go. Uh, if I, I don't have a bet on this game either, but I would agree with you that I would be on that side of things if I were to make a bet. I would also wait to see uh, what the injury report says. Yeah, but I'll go Packers. Packers plus yeah, I like the Packers. I just feel, you know what, I like Atlanta, but if there's someone that's going to hold them back from potentially winning that division, probably Desmond Ritter, unfortunately. Yeah, no doesn't making Ritter. way for Baker and throw the, the ball to Kyle Pitts, man, and Drake London, please. Like, nah, they're like all this. He talent. didn't even have a touch, did he? Like, dude, Drake London, he no, touched no, the ball. Uh, Desmond Ritter had more receptions last week. Than yeah, Drake he threw London the ball did. to him. So, uh, yeah, whatever. All right, my gut feeling that I love this is I, this should even be my lock. I can't wait. Ravens money line plus one forty two. Learn from my mistake Ooh, last week. Don't man. do that, man. Lamar Stick Jackson, 10 1 and 1 against the spread as a regular season dog. Yeah, 8 and 4 straight, outright. You're taking, you're taking all Jackson, right, 6 and 1 and 7 starts against Cincinnati. He doesn't I lose. Like it. I like it. And yeah, I'm telling you, you know what? I'm going to throw another one in here. I just got to look at the, the prop odd. But he's, he's rushing for 100 yards. I'm going to look to. But how do you guys feel about this pick, though? I like it. Yeah. I, I like it. Again, I. I again, I learned from my mistake though. I put, I, I wanted the t- Titans last week. They were plus three. I took the money line. I lost. Maybe you should do the same. Just trying yeah, to be a friend and help maybe you out. The points might be the better option because I think this game will be a close game. Well, this is the gut feeling pick. There's, there's, know, there's no thought into this. You, you feel you it in your gut. You look, you look at the menu, and you look. <laughs> it suddenly just attracts you towards a certain thing. Right. You, you get that energy right from the computer, and you just like that's the one. I feel that way when I look at you sometimes. You know. I don't oh, know what that means. But that also, Lamar Jackson rushing yard prop only 44 and a half minus 115. Go over. The number. So we're going to add that one. Well, how to, many picks uh, we giving out this week? I'm just saying. Well, this guy's got Colorado. Can I add another pick? No, what do you want? Dalton Kincaid, anytime touchdown. Oh, I thought it was going to be a UFC fight night pick. <laughs> no, no. This is a football show. Okay, good. Dalton Kincaid, plus 295? Yeah. All right. Let me recap the picks. Justin Pooney, lock of the week. 
The Bears plus two and a half. You're also going Colorado lock Super of the week. lock. Colorado minus 23 and a half. Lock minus that thing. Minus. <laughs> see, I don't I bet college football. Colorado State. All right. Minus 23 and a half. His gut feeling pick of the week. Packers plus one and a half. Sean McCormick, lock of the week. Over 51 points in the KC Jacksonville game. Gut feeling. Kadarius Tony TD, a man who dropped the ball three times, plus 250. And Dalton Kincaid, plus 295, anytime touchdown. I'm going with the Giants. Uh, minus four and a half as my lock. Ravens money line. Gut feeling plus plus. And something Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Okay. Yeah. Over right. four and a half rush yards. He's rushing for a hundred. So he does forty and a half? Forty four and a half. He's oh. rushing I might, full. Your I'm, bet is the bet, bet that over. right now. You see that? Look. Yeah, I already <laughs> got someone telling me. Your bet's the over or is over. your bet a hundred? No, the over. I'm just saying, personally, he's gonna run for a hundred. Certain books you could take a player miles. Yeah, I mean there's alternate lines, but let, let's keep it safe here, you know? Okay, I'm just That's saying. You're saying on camera he's going to rush for over 100 yards. You know what we should do? We should start parlaying all these picks together. That's a good way to lose some money. I know, but yeah, we'll just do it. $5 bet or something, yeah. All right. All right. Get a, you want to pool together some money and be yeah. friends? <laughs> yeah, okay. Keep drinking your monster energy drinking. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the Blue Jay game tonight. You probably thank won't. You. They're going to lose against the Boston Red Sox. Um, but that's been our week two preview. Justin Pooney, thank you. No problem. You put up the horns. What is that? Texas I, beat I, Alabama. All right. Uh, Fuck them. Sean McCormick, you got something to say? Some closing remarks? No, just I'm just uh, I just don't like when people write off the Blue Jays. That's well, they're it. written that's off. That's it. That's it. That's all. all right. They're done. They're written have a off. Good, have a good long weekend. What, what's that quote Gino said last year? Gino Smith. They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. <laughs> Is that the Blue Jays? No, we, they, they wrote me off, off but I didn't write back. How's that working out for Gino this year? All right, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, man, one game. All right, that's been the Homestand Sports Podcast. I'll be back on Monday. I have the Zoobs coming on to talk. The Blue, Blue Jays. Jays. We might be talking about another sweep. We'll see where the Jays are going to be in the lineup. But listen, don't forget to download the podcast wherever you get your podcast from, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. If you want to watch the video version, head over to Homestand Sports YouTube. You can see our beautiful faces. And, and see Sean, and see drinking Sean drinking a like monster right now. That yellow... <laughs> kind of that kind of looks like urine, but it's yeah. not. Trust me, it's a monster energy drink. We just can't have the can out here. Like I said, I'll be back on Monday. Podcasts will be dropping on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm Albert Vartanian. This has been Homestand Sports. <laughs>